Stay tuned. Eastside Radio, 89.7 FM. Hey, hey, Mr. Shea, you're looking okay, you're on the radio on Breaking Waves. I'm Jeff, you're Shea, and we're okay, I'm looking okay, and I'm rapping, rap, 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 rap. Can I rap or what, Shea? Have you ever seen the movie called Rebel Radio? <laughs> no. <laughs> Answer my question. Yes, what? Am I, am what? I a good rapper? Yes, what? Okay, listen, you're listening to Breaking Waves. Breaking Waves, yes. a show for the Breaking waking brave. Braves, yeah. And I'm Jeff, Jeff and you're I Shay. Shay. I was going to say I'm <laughs> Chef and you're Jay. <laughs> Jay I'm Chef, he's Jay. I'm Jeff, he's Shay. It goes either way. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, hey. Have I got a uh, career in rap, do you think? Yeah, what rap? Come into that microphone, uh, brother. Uh, Just uh, eat that thing. He, he's microphone shy sometimes. Uh, it's I like he, he thinks it's got germs. I don't know. But not in here. In here? Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. How good? I'm good. Out of 10? Um, mm. 6.8? Yeah. I reckon if I if I can be a 6.8, that's pretty good. Like yeah. if I was 8.9, that would just be insane and my head would explode. Yeah. And we can't have what that. Do you, what do you think about having 40 or $50 million here we go. of Kyle Sanders on his ma- uh, making money in radio? Uh, <laughs> what did you do with the millions uh, of dollars of radio? Shay, <laughs> did you have to spoil my day <laughs> by <laughs> mentioning <laughs> Kyle Sanderlands? <laughs> <and man, laughs> I've got a Handelands yeah. and I get my Glanderlands go up when I hear Kyle Sanderlands and yeah. that Jackie, oh, yeah. oh, no, no, uh, no, 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 oh, I want to blow because I'm so... I'm going to stop uh, rapping. Have you ever that... That that basketball man, um, Chanel Neal. Shach. Chanel Neal went and saw, uh, Neal. He saw, uh, 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 saw uh, the Prime Minister. I saw the picture. The, the album, he the made Elba look like a midget, didn't he? The, the, I'm the Prime Minister of Australia, the, the, or the Prime Minister chap, and uh, that's it. That doesn't talk like Elba, does he? And he, he was monstrous. <laughs> no, the guy huge. Looked, looked, looked like uh, Elba. Uh, I don't think uh, it's a particularly uh, small uh, man. Uh, uh, He's uh, probably uh, average sized. Uh, uh, but the shark. He looked like the shark out of Jaws. It was huge. He Neil, was huge. Chanel had like this big basketball. Come on, eat that microphone, uh, brother. Chanel Neil had a big, huge hand, and he w- put a basketball and slam dunk the, the into the hoop. Yeah, he's got he's, a. He's like Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Who's yeah. That? Someone famous. Yeah. He's got a hand like a dinner plate, hasn't yeah. he? Like yeah. you know, you could eat a, a banquet for six <laughs> off, off his hand. Uh, but of course, in all seriousness, uh, and we can be serious, uh, Shaquille O'Neal is here, actually, in the country, I think, to support an Indigenous voice to Parliament, which is um, brilliant. I should mention that today's special guest yes. is Murray Cook. Yes. Now, Murray works yes. in prisons. Yes. Specifically, he has a, a program called yeah. Songbirds, oh. in which he helps prisoners to write and record songs and they've put out three cds and i suppose the connection to mental health is probably a lot of people in prison do have 
mental health issues and problems and difficulties. And I think one of the things that, that probably the Songbirds project does, we'll have to ask Murray, is is helps some of these prisoners to um, find a, a, a beautiful release from some of their problems and to discover new kind of creative channels. Yeah. The, do you reckon the, that's the, what the, it might the mental, do? The mental health, there's um, a huge amount of kids have mental health and they, they um, sorry, um, they said that mental health because mainstream kids have very difficult because in their lives they um, they got bullied at school, they get overwhelmed, they get yeah. really annoyed in life at school and they don't have a very good school and yeah, well, there's all kinds of problems for all kinds of people, and, yeah. and some of them, mm. some of them end up in jail. Yeah, and, um, no, no, no good feeling. You to don't jail. have to That's go to jail a, to have uh, problems. Uh, or? Uh, all the all the policemen don't have enough training to teach mental health education to teach them better than hospital. Very good point. I yes. think I think it's um, yes, yeah, and not just. The yes. police. I'm sure there are some police who are yeah, terrific and really yeah. well trained yeah, in, in dealing with uh, these uh, kind of sensitive uh, um, issues. Maybe, but I think uh, people maybe, beyond maybe, the police, like maybe maybe the old police might be aware, but the young police are very a bit rough and a bit hard. Yeah, yeah I would have yeah. thought it would be the other way around. Uh, yeah. I would have thought that the old school police, maybe the older police, were not so. I don't know. Generally sensitive yeah. towards the yeah. in the way they deal with. Yeah. This is a very broad yes, generalisation, yeah, yeah. but maybe not so sensitive, yeah. and that the new, younger generation of police might be more um, adept, uh, the, the, used to dealing the, with yeah. all kinds of, mm. um, a whole spectrum of people's, yeah. you know, I, I, emotional I, disturbances I, and, yeah, and differences. I, when I was at Bondi Junction, the police got some of the kids in the in I saw them they were very ha ang angry and aggressive the kids were annoyed in in like right near McDonald's yeah right I see about a distance when I saw you could that. argue that sometimes annoying kids is like shooting fish in a barrel, barrel which, yeah. which is kind of easy easy yeah I'm, I'm being a little bit glib yeah, and cynical yeah, there yeah but listen I think what we should do yeah is play a track yeah. off this album, Songbirds yeah. 3, yeah. which is an album that Murray Cook mm -hmm. has been, uh, had mm -hmm. a primary hand in recording mm -hmm. with prisoners from places like Long Bay Jail and I think Broken Hill Jail. Yeah. So let's have a track um, from yeah. that mm -hmm. album, hear what he's been up to, and then we'll, we'll get Murray in for a, yeah. a chat. How does it sound? Yeah. It's just a tease, only faded memories After all these years, will you still remember me? Cause baby, you and me, we're meant to be, uh
time, then I'll do the time 25 to life, me and you, my future wife A life sentence, I'll do it twice Even thrice, infinity would be nice So baby, meet me at the gate Don't be late, don't procrastinate It's our fate, just can't wait to take you on a date Girl, I'ma fix the clock just ticks and ticks And in the nick of time, we're in the mix With the dream team, our love-making machine Living by the sea in perfect harmony I'd rather Thirty-second bio of Murray Cook. Murray Cook is a musician, songwriter, surfer, marine biologist, and prime coordinator of the Songbirds program in New South Wales prisons. His work has received much recognition, including being a finalist in the New South Wales Premier's Awards for Public Service and receiving multiple nominations for ARIA Music Teacher of the Year. Aside from his achievements as an educator, Murray has also had a long career as a musician. He has performed, written, and produced songs with Midnight Oil, Mental as Anything, Warumpi Band, Mixed Relations, and Leah Purcell. As a result of 40 years touring locally and internationally, he has a wide circle of accomplished songwriters, producers and promoters at his fingertips. He was a keynote speaker at the International Conference of Arts in Mental Health in 2018 and a speaker at the Addy Road Writers Festival in 2021. Murray has recruited experienced singer-songwriters to work with him inside prisons on the Songbirds program. They include Bo Campbell of Front End Loader, Abby Dobson of Leonardo's Bride and Adam Blacksmith. In 2017, Songbirds also began running art workshops in New South Wales prisons, with many participants exhibiting and selling the artworks at Long Bay's Boomgate Gallery and also providing the cover art for the three Songbird CDs that have so far been released. Breaking Wavers and other ravers, please make welcome Murray Cook. Welcome, Murray. It is a delight to have you in the hot seat on Breaking Waves on Radio Eastside. Um, thanks. Oh, thanks for taking interest in the program. Yeah, it's always good to be able to uh, spread the word. Well, it's always good to get like a multifaceted jack-in-the-box, a man who's a marine biologist, um, um, a musician, um, is rubbed shoulders with the stars, he surfs, he probably does yoga and eats macrobiotic food. I don't know. Uh, nah, uh, not yoga. No. Uh, okay. uh, uh, I'm just saying, Jeff, are we talking about kids 
have mental health breakdowns and going to jail and is that right Jeff? Well I reckon um, that probably sort of impinges somewhat upon what Murray might be talking about but but I think well, a lot of what we want to talk about today Murray is we want to ask about Songbirds which is um, a fantastic sounding program that you help coordinate run I don't know if you founded it um, but you know through New South Wales prisons to you know help prisoners to to write lyrics and songs and record their work and get it out. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, well, I was a teacher, a music teacher at Long Bay for 21 years. and That's a that, long sentence, man. Well, it was a long time, yeah. We had um, some um, some amazing times over that period. Um, I think um, there was a um, great interest in music and arts, I noticed, you know, when I, during the time I was teaching. And it's one, one, it was one gateway for a lot of people, especially Coorees and Islanders, to, to come into the education area and they might start in the music class because they like music or they like painting. Next thing you know, they're doing literacy and then next thing you know, they're doing their, you know, their school certificate. Um, so it's wonderful to see all that. But um, as Shay was saying, there is a lot of mental health out, problems out there, especially with uh, young kids who get stuck on the ice and they have a lot of stuff going on there. Um, I worked in the Long Bay uh, Prison Psychiatric Hospital for 21 years and we, we all got sacked by the, uh, the Baird government who wanted to privatise everything, all these wonderful teachers. We had professors from Sydney, you know, Sydney and Union New, uh, New South Wales used to come in and, and teach maths and, and English in there. The calibre of the teacher was incredible but uh, yeah. I was very lucky to get picked up by the uh, Community Restorative Centre who look after people when they get out of jail and um, I was asked to write this program uh, and uh, that's what I've done. I've written the program based on my experience. Plus, I was in communication with people like, um, back in the day, Joe Strummer, um, Wayne Kramer from the MC5, Billy Bragg, Mick Jones from The Clash. They run Jail Guitar Doors in the UK and, and the US. So they have a similar program there, a songwriting program for prisoners. Bloody and hell, man. Yeah, you're a name dropper. But I that, am a huge name dropper, but it was, a, it was a real privilege to, uh, to to talk to. And last year I met Wayne Kramer, who's one of my heroes on guitar, the MC5. MC5. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan. So so did they, um, they um, ask you to put together uh, a program? How formed was it? Did you formulate the, 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 the songwriting program or they said we want something based on music and recording and this is what you're going to do or did you say i got an idea and this is what we're going to do well or was it a bit we of had a lady there dr mindy satiri who was also a singer songwriter she she's on stuart coop's the laughing outlaw label okay and she's quite an accomplished she's put out some fantastic um cds and um she worked there um in, t- in charge of all the funding and all that and she got a churchill fellowship and she went over and saw all these programs fired up with enthusiasm. And I kind of knew her through friends and the music scene and stuff. And she rang me up and said, would you be interested? I heard you're getting the sack. Would you be interested in working for us? I said, oh, yeah. Just give me three months off first after 21 years. So it was nice to have a little break and then straight back into it. And I, yeah, I sat down and wrote the program based on my own experience. And also just looking at what they were doing over there, which was really amazing. Yeah. What do you think about 21 years of experience what was the most hardest challenge in mental health hospital? Was it all the people were making noises or angry or aggressive? Like the police had to grab people in so could the hospital in hospitals. I I have been in hospital four times. I've been in the so hospitals four times in in that time. I've been a 
I, I experienced, I was in hospital four times before and I experienced psychosis in mental health because I have bipolar. Sure, you know, yeah. this. Yeah. as you know, it's pretty chaotic in hospital. Um, yeah. Uh, especially people, um, a lot of people come in, like I said, coming off ice and, yeah. um, and, and, and heroin and whatever alcoholism you know and a lot of them are in very difficult situations but uh, once they get on the medication yes. and they have they get access to psychologists and psychiatrists yes. they have um, a regime where they, you know they have a steady um routine yeah. which does help uh, them do they have psychotic episodes like bipolar, oh, yeah. bipolar? can they is that common for patients with that as well oh for sure and you know and yes. what i and what i find is that bipolar people are often the most creative you know i mean yeah. i've got a bit of it in myself a lot yeah. of musician friends that i have are really up and down you know yeah and, uh, yeah when they're on they're on and when they're off there you know they're pretty bad yeah, yeah. but you know you know it's great to be um it's, yeah. it's great to be here with these people because some of them are just amazing you know they yeah. just really have incredible stories yeah. and personalities yeah. and you know people say they're yeah. mad but to me they're probably some of the most sane people i've ever met yeah i went to a prince of Wales hospital and i become a painter in urban art space it was a 15 to 30 year olds in double bay in it was a mental health hospital in prince of Wales, and it was a it was an art therapy for mental health for kids of 15 to 30 and it was like painting for young kids and I just will I wish that maybe the government has more kids get more painting in 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 in, in private schools and public schools that be well maybe it's this, yeah maybe it's partly to do with government and budgets it's yeah, like yeah government budget yeah what Murray was saying that yeah the, uh, yeah the, the bad government put the program to bed yeah. so to speak haha yeah initially but mm. now there there is funding um, you mentioned in indigenous the indigenous population. I, I've listened to to um, um, songbirds three, and there seem to be like a, a fair few black voices on there. Would I be right in saying that? Oh yes. Well, they're very. Um, as I was talking to Shay before about it. They're very highly represented in jails, as most people are probably aware. Compared to their percentage in the population, they're very overrepresented in jail i know something like in the united states is something ridiculous like like 80 percent of the population is black mm. is it is it a similar thing in australia well it depends on the jail i was just working out of broken hill and i'd say that's probably 80 percent there depends on you know, like a lot of the country jails you know you, you do get a lot of curries uh in there in new south wales and um in the in the general population i'd say maybe over 70 percent yeah yeah right one of the tracks is uh, mentions Will Kenya, so I figured maybe that's someone who's in Broken Hill Jail because that's a cracking track, isn't it? Go, go froggy, um, froggy. Uh, one of the uh, one of the boys out there, one of the big families out there. Um, he um, uh, froggy uh, Daniel Bugmy, a big Bugmy mob out there, out at Will Kenya and Broken Hill. They're all Barkenshire mob, Barker being the uh, bar, you know the Darling River. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I love working out at Broken Hill. Get a lot of talent out there, and. Um, yeah, there's some so uh, that that uh, particular track I particularly love, and I got um, Jim Magini to play pedal steel from Midnight Oil. Midnight Oil, yeah. yeah. He uh, he he uh, produced the second one. We had a great time producing the second one, and um, this one we got Paul McCurcher, who's won five Grammys. Uh, sorry, sorry, five years of Grammys, yeah, whatever. Got, nice. What, what are they called? Um, Big awards for Aria, recording. Aria. 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 Yeah, Aria. Uh, are, you say, are you saying about Peter Garrett that Midnight Oil is that the man he was a Labour Party and he played the song and used to play it for a long time before government? You know what I heard, yes, Jay? Yes, I, I heard yes. that Murray yes. taught Peter Garrett. 
to play the harmonica. Is that sorry, Australia? Yeah, I was going to apologise. You pinched my punchline. No, that's a great. What evil have I wrought upon upon the world? Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know, old Pete, we bumped into him in Broken Hill when I was there, and they came in. This is a couple of weeks ago. I got them um, to come in. I think it was uh, uh, Jim Martin and uh, Pete came into NADOC Day, which yeah. we were running on. On um, it was about two weeks ago in Broken Hill, and um, the, everybody in there, from staff to inmates, just went crazy. Yeah. When he came in, it was amazing the, the effect that he had, and uh, he talked to everybody and had some kangaroo tail for lunch and a bit of uh, you know bush tucker and some Johnny cakes and had a wonderful time and uh, it, was, it was pretty good sport of them because they were playing out at that big Monday Monday yeah, bash out yeah. there. So they, you know, they gave it their own time. A couple of hours, they came in and talked to everyone, watched them play in footy, had, had a bit of a yarn with people, you know. And um, yeah, it was just really great that they gave the time. Yeah, they're probably pretty exhausted from the, you know, being touring a lot and that. Yeah. I, I just feel that there's not enough educational awareness with special needs and mainstream kids about their needs, because like autism, Down syndrome, um, HHD all these different types of people with disability different different types of needs is that right jeff well um i reckon um in there's probably well? yeah, oh, yeah in jail in particular i, I don't know, know. No, I, mean, the, I mean like 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 treat them well in the in the jail like like i don't know what how to i don't do, know to probably probably to, murray could speak better about that like yeah. Yeah, well the prison psych ward there is um they do get good treatment they get individual treatment yeah and um i think they they get a really good chance to actually get medicated properly or just get a break from their situation a lot of them are, are in intolerable family situations or they're addicted to drugs or they're living living on the street well, yeah. And it gives them a bit of a chance to regroup and get some professional help. Well, so. I was going to ask, have you seen mm. any miracles? Mm. Like like from someone who's come in and done your program, recorded a song and put it out there, have you seen someone who's flown the coop and, and, and prospered either with their music or without, but someone who's just mentally obviously found betterment, if not directly from your program, then, then partly from it? Well, the whole jail is basically a mental health um, hospital. You know, so they just chuck them in, chuck them in there, and get you know, put them out of the way. Basically, that's what that's what the standards. Uh, you know, that's a, probably a, you know a bit of a generalisation, but that's exactly what's going on at so the it's moment. Still pretty draconian, you reckon? Well, just in terms of they just you know there's just not enough um, funding, and you know, Mike Bear was happy to spend you know eighty million on a brand new big giant jail, but you know, building infrastructure, but not putting it into where it was really needed, which was education, which has always been proven. Things like music and art, they rewire your brain. And yeah. like I say, they help yeah. help people who are autistic or mm. have yeah. schizophrenia to, um, to actually rewire their brain into yeah. something more positive. Uh, yeah. So the production standards on uh, Songbirds, um, bloody good. Um, have you managed to sort of wangle a huge amount of funding or a huge number of friends because you've got well-connected production and you've got players like Jim Magini and and, and um, Abby Dobson. Bo, yeah, Bo Campbell. Bo Campbell. Yeah. Um, you've got nice studios, you've got nice gear, you've got tools and toys. Well, the first the first one I just um, did on, on a shoestring, we still work pretty much on a shoestring. The first one I did on my kitchen table, I do all of them on my kitchen table. I basically record in jail with a, with a pretty uh, good little setup. But we're not allowed to bring computers in, so I just use an old school 24 track digital, and we get a good recording. Record to usually record to a drum machine or a, or a metronome just to keep it in time, 
and hopefully they'll get to play acoustic guitar or um, electric guitar or uh, maybe keyboards if they can. But otherwise, I'll just take it home and put like I put all the instruments on bass, guitar, drums. I program the drums onto um, you know, harmonica, percussion, yeah, yeah. Put so, all the instruments. And then, and what happens in the last two um, CDs? We've actually had a little bit of funding. Um, Jim Magini produced the second one at his magnificent Oceanic Studios over in Brookvale, and he did it on real mates' rates. He was fantastic. And this last one, I managed to get a grant from Randwick City Council, um, a community arts grant. Uh, we went into a free energy device, which is a state-of-the-art studio in Newtown there with Paul McKercher, yeah, yeah. who was a fantastic, you know, I loved his work. He's worked with Cruel C. He's even done Iggy Pop. He's done Midnight Oil. He's done Barnsey. He's done everybody. Bloody hell. But he mainly does indie bands. He started off with the clouds, and he used to do our sound when I was in Mixed Relations, which could yeah, yeah. lead to the next question. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, well, uh, have you heard the singer called Billy Field? Uh, bad habits. Yeah, I've been to his studio, Paradise, back in the day. That was yeah. A, yeah, that was you, a, you, you have heard of him? Den of iniquity. My mum's friend, Billy Field. <laughs> bad habits. Oh yeah, Billy was yeah, great. Actually. Billy was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, and I just feel like you know, mainstream kids can do painting and drawing, mm. and they 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 like to do Year Twelve exams, but it's very hard because I got overwhelmed with. At a special needs school, and I was in year 11, year 12, yeah. and it was very overwhelmed. But I think we should talk about Murray's bad habits. Yeah, bad habits. Like, what, uh, what, Billy uh, Field. Billy Field. Yeah, like, what do you do when you're not being, I don't know, um, a civilian saver and saint of of the uh, of sinners? Uh, <laughs> you're a marine biologist, is that correct? Yes, I'm a marine biologist. Yeah, I, um, I used to work for state fisheries, and I've done, I've had published papers, scientific papers, but um, that's the lure of sex and drugs and rock and roll. Uh, unfortunately, you know, after being yeah, a scientist man, for a few years, uh, I, I just want to ask: What year did you went to university to see midnight oil? Well, I was at uni. I was studying science at uni, and I ran into uh, Jim Magini, and um, who's a guitarist from Midnight Oil. Was it in the eighties? It was in the in the um, late seventies. Seventies. Okay, yeah, it was a long time ago. Okay, I'm pretty old. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, okay. But, um, okay. So I met with I met up with Jim and. Um, and some of the other guys are there studying. I think Martin was studying architecture and that. But they, I kind of knew Rob Hurst from school and um, and Martin, and they asked me to fill in on bass when Andrew James, their bass player, got sick. And I ended up playing bass for them for about a year and a half. And when they just first started playing, we used to play at the Antler and French's and all that. It was very exciting being in that band. And they were quite a bit older than I was. But uh, so you know, and I kind of um, I ended up finishing my degree, and they went on to become you know huge stars. So you know, I could have been a millionaire if I was stuck in there. Any regrets there, Murray? Um, not really, because you know, since I had to sort of come. Yeah, I was a bit sad. I had to um, I had to uh, make out my own career. But since then, I played in bands like you know, Warumpi Band, uh, Mixed Relations, and I did a bit, quite a long stint with the Mentals. Yeah, and Leah Purcell, and I've played for a long, long time with Marlene Cummins, who's an Aboriginal blues singer. Played piano with her, so I've, I'm very grateful that I've had this career where I've actually been able to travel around Australia and especially um, hang out with Aboriginal people. And get, I've been to some places where not many people have been. I spent like six months with George on Elko Island uh, from Morumpi Band, and he showed me all the, you know, all the ceremony and all that stuff, and that was amazing. So I'm very grateful, really, in terms of. Um, Things are supposed to work out as they do. But I think working with these um, Indigenous bands, uh, it's Bart Willoughby's birthday today. Happy birthday, Bart, from um, No Fixed Address and No Mixed, and Mixed Relations, a fantastic, brilliant musician who I've privileged to work with. But I just want to say about working in jail, because I met these Aboriginal people, because I met these Aboriginal people and <clears throat> became um, accepted by them, it, it's really helped me 
in the jail situation in terms of when they when they find out I play with Warumpi and mixed relations and I was going to ask like <laughs> yeah. like you know the logic it's not not a logical question but do you, is it ever dicey? Do you ever feel I don't know threatened in danger? Is it there must be like a codes and ways of looking at people and body language that oh. is slightly different than the civvy street? So it's a, it's a learning curve. Yeah, I've had a couple of when I first started, I had a couple of fist fights with guys in jail. You know, where, um, you know back in the day they used to just throw you in there and squeeze a go and have a bit of a coffee and you know, <laughs> had a few altercations back in the day because I've, oh, I've got a bad temper. Good old days. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's good. It's um, you know, now you know, much more relaxed. And, um, but I think they really appreciate the fact that you've come in to you know, play a bit of music. I can't believe it. We are out of time, Murray. There's so much we needed to ask about the time you met uh, Kissinger and Bill Clinton, but that's going to have to be for next time. But thank you <laughs> so much for coming in. It's been rich and real and packed. What yeah, do you reckon, Shane? Uh, yeah, it's good to be with Jeff and Murray talking about how mental health can wear about jail. Well, look, I'd just like to say, speaking of mental health, this is Leon from Broken Hill who had pretty bad addiction to pot and this is about his relationship with it and I love it he's a young Barkinshee guy about 20 years old beautiful young man so I wish him all the best beautiful thanks Murray beautiful both yeah another loved one has passed away another brother from Highland something we don't understand You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.